Welcome to the Danny Picard Show, Thursday, June 28th, 2018. Broadcasting from the Beantown USA studio. Beantown USA is Boston's go-to destination for customized screen printing and embroidery. Get more information on their website, beantownusa.com. Today's show is presented by DraftKings. You can play for free at DraftKings.com or on the DraftKings app by using promo code PICK, P-I-C. At DraftKings, there are no commitments whatsoever. Pick your sport, draft the lineup, and then win cash prizes. And again, sign up right now and play for free with your first deposit by using promo code PICK, P-I-C, at DraftKings.com. Today's show is also presented by Golf Ball Monkey. Go to GolfBallMonkey.com right now. That's GolfBallMonkey.com. And use promo code PICK, P-I-C, to get 5% off any order and get free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. Golf Ball Monkey sells premium, slightly used golf balls at a discounted rate. And I know what you're thinking. Used golf balls? Really, Danny? You're still trying to sell us on this? Well, hear me out. Think about this. How many times have you opened a brand new box of balls, taken one out, put it on a tee, hit it once, and then lost it? You only hit it once. How many times have you done that? A lot, right? You've done it. I've done it. We've all done it. Then what do you do? You take out another new ball and you hit that one. You're probably thinking, what happened to the first ball that you lost? That ball that you only hit once and never found. I'll tell you what happened to it. Golf Ball Monkey found it and it's still good as new. At Golf Ball Monkey, they harvest, buy, and sell premium used golf balls to wholesalers, retailers, and people like me and you. They have Titleist, Callaway, Nike, Pinnacle, Bridgestone, TaylorMade, and more. So load up right now at golfballmonkey.com. That's golfballmonkey.com and use promo code PIC, P-I-C to get an even bigger discount. Swing for less all summer long with Golf Ball Monkey. Welcome to the show on this Thursday, June 28th. As the NBA trade rumors continue to swirl, NBA free agency begins, what, July 1st, right? Begins July 1st, so just a couple days from free agency in the NBA officially beginning, even though, I mean, do you really think nobody tampers? Everybody is tampering in every sport. You know the story I tell you all the time, how I've seen a professional athlete's phone and he's shown me a text from a GM in another organization while he was with a certain, while he was with another team. I'm not going to tell you the sport. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the team, but I've seen the text from another GM saying, come to my city and be a legend. Like, I've seen it. So I've witnessed it with my own eyes. And I can tell you, also based on hearing other stories that are out there, that tampering does exist. You're never going to be able to put an end to that. Um, You know, if you want to get sneaky, you can get something done. You know, you can get some type of agreement. You know, now nothing's finalized till you sign on the dotted line. You have to understand that if you are going to be somebody who does Tampa, even if you're the player that is going to be part of the tampering. You know, the team can always pull back whatever you agree to verbally as well. Always get it in writing. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Not even just professional athletes. Anybody in any industry, get it in writing. You got to do it. Or the potential to you getting completely screwed is still... A 99% possibility. Like, just get it in writing, okay? (laughs) But anyways, uh, NBA trade rumors, they are swirling. And the Celtics are right 
smack dab in the middle of them, and you knew they were going to be. I've been talking about Kawhi Leonard now for a couple weeks. Now, Kawhi Leonard, unhappy in San Antonio, dealing with that quad injury. Could he have returned? Or did he just not want to play for for Pop? Did he just not want to play in that organization anymore? Does he want to only play for the Lakers? Like, we're hearing a lot of different things with Kawhi Leonard. The one thing that we, we seem to know to be true is that he doesn't want to be in San Antonio anymore and that the Spurs are going to probably trade him this summer. They're going to probably trade Kawhi Leonard. Now, a report that we've heard is that they're not going to trade him to a Western Conference team. and The Lakers are a Western Conference team. you got to keep in mind what Kawhi Leonard's contract is. Kawhi Leonard has one year left on his deal. What's it worth? 20 mil, I think? Then he can opt out. Now, he could opt in. Technically, he could do two more years in San Antonio if he really wanted to. But, you know, he's not going to do that. So, you got to look at it and think, He's got, you got to look at Kawhi Leonard's deal if you're a team that's trading for him and think to yourself, he's got one year left on the deal, right? So you're going to match that money if you're going to trade for him. Now, again, San Antonio, the reports are they're not trading to a Western Conference team. I don't know how true that is. I think that San Antonio would be doing, you know, they'd be doing themselves a disservice if they just immediately cut the league in half when talking about what they're going to get in return for Kawhi Leonard. I mean, they've already lost leverage based on the fact that everybody and their mother knows that Kawhi does not want to play in San Antonio. And the Spurs, as an organization, they kind of have their hands tied. Because you're not going to keep him around and pay him and him not play. I mean, it's just the Spurs have to trade him. So you lose leverage there immediately. You can't cut the league in half. So I don't necessarily know where they're thinking about moving him to. What they should do is trade him to whoever gives them the best the best offer, the best trade package. And when it comes to draft picks in the future, when it comes to young talent or even veteran talent that might be able to match the salary, because you got to do that in the NBA, you know, I think the Celtics are a team that seems to be a pretty good fit for San Antonio and a Kawhi Leonard trade. And the reports today... Coming from Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN. Coming from a couple other places. The reports are that the Celtics have been talking with the Spurs. However serious those talks are, I don't think we ever really know. You know, you always hear like, well, the talks aren't that serious. It's like, well, are they talking? You tell me, are they talking? Okay. Are you in the room when they talk? So how can you honestly assess the level of seriousness in those talks. All I need to know is that two teams are talking. And while they might be portrayed as not being serious to one team, that might be the team that's kind of getting screwed in those talks. Doesn't mean they're not taking it serious. It's just that they need to get something out to the to the media that 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 maybe lets the other side know that they're not going to do that deal that you just offered. I don't think that means they're not taking it serious. So Don't tell me what the level of seriousness is with the talks. Tell me if they're talking. And reports are telling us that the Celtics are talking to the Spurs. It's also being reported from the same people that the Lakers are talking to the Spurs. Who has... I mean, I don't know what the Lakers are offering. But, again, you gotta match the money. Again, if the Spurs are serious about only trading them to an Eastern Conference team, you know, that gives the Celtics an advantage. Um, 
I don't know what the Celtics are offering. There have been reports that, you know, Jalen Brown's name is in the mix. What I will say is, and I am reiterating this, is that the Celtics cannot trade Jason Tatum. They can't. You cannot trade Jason Tatum. Can't do it. Won't have it. You have other assets, you can move. Uh, now, I, I read a story here in Boston from A. Sherrod Blakely, who covers the Celtics, and I don't know. I, I, I have a weird vibe when I read this story. Like, I don't know if he's reporting this. I don't know if he's telling us that somebody else reported it. I don't know that he if he just has his own GM cap on. I mean, if you put your GM cap on and you know you got to make the money work in an NBA trade, see, that's what I think we do sometimes. You look at the young talent and say, well, this, it's going to work. This would work. This this should, you know, a deal would have to consist of this, that, the other thing. And I look at it and go, well, I just put it into the trade machine on ESPN and it doesn't work because of the money. And Kawhi Leonard, what's he going to make? 20 mil? You got to match that. So you got to be somewhere around there. And uh, if you're the Celtics, and I'm reading the report from Asherod Blakely, and I don't know, I don't really know what he's saying here, but he throws Kyrie Irving's name into it, and that got some people in this town talking. You know, it should have got him talking when I was mentioning Kyrie Irving's name, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, the, and, and Kyrie Irving, look, the money works. If the Celtics wanted to do a Kyrie Irving for Kawhi Leonard swap, I'm not telling you they're going to do that. But in the NBA salary structure world that we live in, where you got to match salaries, that seems like a, that's a deal that works. More than some of the other deals I've heard out there. So, and it's funny, I read, I read things that people say and, and, and people who cover the team, and, and they're like, well, the Celtics, without Kawhi Leonard, the Celtics next year are a championship contender if they get Irving and or Haywood back healthy. And I agree with that. I agree with that. Even if they just got Irving back. Um, if they didn't have Haywood and they just had Irving, I tell you, yeah, Celtics are a championship contender based on what they showed us last year. Yeah, absolutely. That's fine. You could say that. And people, people will use that to say, why would you get Kawhi Leonard if Kawhi Leonard's not going to commit to you long term? And I'll respond to you by saying, well, I understand what you're talking about, but what if Kawhi Leonard is more likely to sign with you after next season than Kyrie Irving is? And given Terry Rozier's, I I guess, status in the league now after a pretty damn good season and a very good postseason, I'm not telling you Rozier's going to be Kyrie Irving, but I think we all seem to think that he's going to be at least a an average point guard in this league, maybe at times above average. Uh, I think he has a lot of trade value, and I would certainly explore that from the Celtics. But, I mean, if, if we're in a league where you've got to make the money work, and if, if you know, you don't want to give up the young kids that, you know, you're going to keep around for a long time, that, you know, are your homegrown products through the draft. The Celtics didn't draft Irving. Sometimes I feel like I have to grab somebody and shake them to remind them of this. Irving never chose, like, and I know people who get drafted, they don't choose the Celtics. But when you get drafted, you know, that's the team you grow with, right? Irving didn't get drafted by the Celtics, and he didn't choose to come to the Celtics. And I know Kawhi Leonard won't necessarily be choosing to come to the Celtics if the Celtics trade for him. But what if the Celtics are sitting there getting a bad vibe from Kyrie Irving behind the scenes 
And maybe they do a little tampering, like I told you, happens. And what if they thought, wow, we might have a better chance to sign Kawhi Leonard than Kyrie Irving. The money works. Let's do it. You wouldn't do that? I'm to the point where I do trust Danny Ainge. I don't know how you couldn't. If you don't trust Danny Ainge right now, you're a stubborn asshole. That's basically what it comes down to. If you don't trust Danny Ainge right now, you are a stubborn asshole. That's it. That's, uh, that defi- that's how you are defined. Google stubborn asshole. The people that show up are the people who don't trust Danny Ainge. That's, the, that's where we're at. That's where I'm at. Um, you're a stubborn asshole if you don't trust Danny Ainge. So I'm not ruling out a, an Irving Kawhi swap. And I pointed out a couple weeks ago, Irving, when he gave his trade list to Cleveland, San Antonio was on the list. You can't ignore that either if you're the Spurs. So it, it's, it's a little complicated with their contract. Let's just forget about Irving for a minute. Let's look at Kawhi. It's obviously complicated with his contract. It's obviously complicated. Because if you're Danny Ainge, of course you're not give, you don't want to give up a lot for a one-year rental and a guy that's just going to say see ya and go somewhere else. But, um, you know, that's why I think you do Tampa. <laughs> because that's why I think you try to get a vibe. You know, you get a vibe on where Kyrie Irving's head is at. You get a vibe on where Kawhi Leonard's head is at. You get a vi- you have a conversation with LeBron James. You get a vibe as to where his head's at. There's a report today that says LeBron James, this is how ridiculous the trade stuff, and, and I know this technically is under the category of free agency, but I still think, you know, there's some other teams, if LeBron's going to go to them, it's going to have to be an opt-in and trade. Now, he, you know, the Lakers, he can go to the Lakers I, without doing that. He can sign with them. But there's a report. So this is sort of under the, maybe this is under the free agent rumor category. But there's a report that LeBron James has been texting with Kevin Durant about asking him to go to L.A. and have them both join the Lakers together. I mean, wouldn't that be some type of, Western Conference Final. The Lakers and the Warriors. Now, then you got to think about where does Chris Paul end up? I mean, it's it's an interesting conversation. But LeBron's going to make his rounds, and I think he'll talk to the Celtics. I think the Celtics will talk to him. They'll pick his brain. Uh, they will, you know, I'm, I'm sure they will kick the tires on some other trades. You know, a lot of people like to talk about Anthony Davis and New Orleans. Sure. Give them a call. See what's up. You know what I mean? Like, do it. Now, I don't think you trade Tatum, but you want to have a conversation about Anthony Davis? Let's go. I think Danny Ainge is going to have these conversations. But right now, the name that's still in everybody's mind is Kawhi Leonard. It's Kawhi Leonard. And while we've been sort of implying that the Celtics, the last couple of weeks, I've been implying that the Celtics would be interested because they were interested reportedly before the trade deadline this past season. Well, now we know. We found out the last couple days that, according to reports, the Celtics are talking to the Spurs about a Kawhi Leonard trade, which gets everybody thinking, well, what's it going to take to land him? 
And you know what? As long as you don't give up Jason Tatum, I'm in. That's where I'm at. I'm in. Unless you want to tell me that Kyrie, if you're telling me right now that Irving has agreed behind the scenes like he's he's in, he's, he's all in, long term. You know, the framework of a deal is going to be there. Again, that's, you know, that's... It, it, loyalty, what did Isaiah Thomas say? Loyalty is a powerful word. But when it comes to business, it's not something to count on. And from a Celtics perspective, do you count on it? On a guy's word? Well, if if you're questioning... Kyrie Irving's word and his loyalty, then what's the difference between questioning his or questioning Kawhi Leonard's? And I'm telling you that if they think they have a better chance to sign Kawhi, you make that swap. The money works. The Spurs would be interested in Irving because they're probably like, well, I mean, you know, what's it to them? Maybe the Celtics have to throw in a draft pick or something. All right, fine. You know, then maybe you get get LeBron's here. It's... I threw out this trade a couple weeks ago, Irving for Kawhi, and then you have LeBron opt into Cleveland, and you do a trade, Gordon Hayward, LeBron, you got to match that money too. You're basically trading, you know, acquiring Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James for Gordon Hayward and, and Kyrie Irving, and I know it sounds like a video game trade, and I wouldn't put my money on that happening, but I think it's, it's crazy to say to me that you wouldn't want it if you're a Celtics fan. I mean, think about what the Celtics did last summer. Think about what they looked like two seasons ago and what they look like now. And let's say you just have another summer where you make crazy moves. If the Celtics are going after Kawhi Leonard again, they clearly want the guy. And 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 I think that the, the mere fact that the Celtics are having a conversation again with San Antonio you're not going to hear this because that means there's been some type of tampering. But the fact that the Celtics are having this conversation again tells me that they've tampered. You do not keep going after a guy if you think that he's, that he's gone. If you believe the reports that he's just going to the Lakers, there's no need to make that trade because you have to give up a lot to get him. You're going to have to give up a lot to get Kawhi Leonard. I'm sorry, you are. You're going to have to give up a lot. And so I, I don't think you're having the conversation to drive up the price for the Lakers. No, I don't I don't think you're doing that. I think there's serious interest in Kawhi Leonard. The fact that we are seeing there is a report that the Celtics and Spurs are talking. Again, I don't care about the serious, the level of seriousness there. They're talking. That's all that matters. You know how you go from not-so-serious talks to serious discussions? You you throw at them a trade that makes sense. That's how you do it. It's called negotiation. I would like to think that at the beginning of a lot of negotiations, talks are not serious because one side is trying to lowball the other. And maybe that's happening with the Celtics and Spurs. But I'm telling you, the fact that the Celtics keep going after it, you know... There's something that they know that we don't about Kawhi Leonard and his interest and his interest level in the Celtics. And if you don't hear Kyrie Irving's name to me, I don't know. That kind of maybe that means it well, they can't throw that out there because if a trade does get done, then 
excuse me, if a trade doesn't get done, then you've screwed it up. Then Kyrie Irving is going to be in New York next summer. But, you know, that, that, that will happen then. Then you've ruined the Kyrie Irving relationship. So I don't think they're going to, you know, they're going to, if they are throwing Kyrie's name, they're not going to let that get out. We might not hear about that. If we do, the Celtics better make, make sure that deal happens. Because then you lose Kyrie. Um, so, look, I don't know what the end result of these Kawhi Leonard trade talks uh, I, I don't know. What I, what I do know is that the Celtics are still interested, according to reports. And if the Celtics are still interested, they got to know something we don't regarding Kawhi Leonard's interest level in something, whether it's playing in Boston or playing with a certain player or coming to Boston and then, you know, having a chance to win a title. I Whatever it is, they seem... Interested again, which is a good thing. As long as you're not giving up Tatum. If, if if you tell me tomorrow, if we wake up tomorrow and the Celtics trade for Kawhi Leonard and they give up Jason Tatum as part of a deal, I will not be happy about that. I'm not gonna I won't be happy about that. Uh I will tell you, you know, I'll root for the Celtics to win a championship next year, but I will not be happy about losing Jason Tatum. I won't. I, I won't. So, you know, we'll keep an eye on it, but that's just one of the rumors. Celtics and Lakers talking to the Spurs. I mean, no shock, but I don't think the Celtics are just trying to drive the price up for the Lakers. I I don't. I don't. I think they want Kawhi Leonard. But if they keep wanting Kawhi Leonard, you know, it, for everything we hear about Kawhi only wants to go to L.A., it seems weird that the Celtics continue to try to get Kawhi Leonard to Boston. And that tells me that because they keep trying, they know something we don't, and maybe the reports about Kawhi Leonard only wanted to play in L.A. are not as accurate as they are making them. That's all. That's all. Um, maybe, they, maybe they think Kawhi Leonard would come to the Celtics. Maybe they've talked to him. Maybe, as I open the show with, the word tampering, maybe the Celtics have tampered. Go ahead. Tamper all day because you know everybody else and their mother's doing it. And if you have to tamper to find out that Kawhi Leonard will re- wants to will play in Boston, a place he'd be interested in, and you're talking to Kyrie Irving and he's like, nah, I don't want to talk about it. Then you make the trade. Hey, Isaiah Thomas said it. Loyalty is a powerful word. But when it comes to business, it ain't nothing to rely on. It's not something you can count on. And it works both ways. I know Isaiah Thomas said it because the Celtics weren't loyal to him. But, you know, Celtics don't have to be loyal to Kyrie Irving. I told you a couple weeks ago, they do not owe Kyrie Irving anything. Kyrie Irving doesn't owe the Celtics anything. I get that. But because he doesn't owe the Celtics anything, the Celtics have to respond the right way in a business sense. And if Danny Ainge's doing his job, running the, the business like a business, then uh, I, think, I think the Kawhi stuff, I just feel like he knows something we don't. I do feel like he knows something we don't with Kawhi. 
and, and I don't think it's crazy for a one-on-one swap there. I don't. I, I don't. If he if Danny Ainge is in love with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and those draft picks he has, and and he is getting a bad vibe from Kyrie Irving, and he has somehow tampered with Kawhi Leonard and knows that he has a chance to sign Kawhi, a better chance to sign Kawhi than he does Kyrie Irving, and it's a swap because San Antonio's looking at it going, hey, we're going to lose Kawhi Leonard anyways. You know, Kyrie Irving, he had us on his list of teams he wanted to be. We may, might be able to sign him. You know, I, I don't think it's that crazy. But I think it's all it all comes down to the Celtics. I feel like they know something that Kawhi. I feel like they they know Kawhi would like to be in Boston. That's it's exciting stuff to think about. But I feel like that's the only reason Danny Ainge continues to try to get Kawhi Leonard. So keep an eye on it. But that's what we got in the NBA. Um, and then in the NHL here in Boston, we're waiting the Bruins. They are waiting on a John Tavares decision. They met with Tavares, and uh, where did they meet with him? In L.A.? You know what? Five or six teams flew to L.A. Tavares, I believe, is now going to meet with the Islanders again. What did he meet with the Islanders first? Met with other teams? Going back to the Islanders? I mean, yeah. Look, it does. That has a feel of... He's getting... I don't know what other type of leverage he could get. I mean, wouldn't you... They'd give him the max, right? Whatever the max would be. Islanders can offer Tavares an eight-year deal. The other teams can only offer him a seven-year deal. So, I mean, I don't know what the purpose of trying to drive up the price where I don't think the Islanders are sitting there trying to bring Tavares in at a discount, are they? I mean, if they're trying to get him at a discount, shame on the Islanders. Shame on them. And 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 I hope they're trying to get him at a discount because that means there's a better chance of Tavares going back to the Islanders and and telling them to go fuck themselves and then he comes to the Bruins, right? It's a better chance of it then. So I don't know what his decision is going to be by the time you listen to this. He he might have already made his decision. Uh, but the Bruins met with him, according to reports. The Bruins, I think, had the shortest or one of the shortest meetings with him, and they didn't bring. You know, they didn't bring any clam chowder in there with them. They didn't bring Kelly Olenek, <laughs> right? Uh, they didn't have Alex Guerrero massaging his thighs. You know, they didn't They didn't do any of that. They they went in. Cam Neely, Don Sweeney, they went in. And, um, you know, here's what I'd do if I'm Don Sweeney. Here's how short the meeting would be. And, and they didn't do this, but this is... You know, I, 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 from what we're hearing, they went in and they got straight to the point from a hockey sense. Here's what I do. You want to get straight to the point? You don't want the hoopla? You don't want to bring Alex Guerrero to be giving massages? You don't want Tom Brady in there prancing around in his undies? You know, you want to get straight to the point. And if I was Don Sweeney, Cam Neely, here's what I do. I sit down, I get a piece of paper, and I ask them for a pen. They throw a pen across the table. And I would draw the Stanley Cup on a piece of paper. And I would slide the paper across the table. <laughs> and that's it. And I'd sit back. And I'd say, what do you think? And he'd say, the Stanley Cup, yeah, I'd like that. And I'd say, all right. Keep that. Put it in a frame. Know that 
if you come to us, that gives you the best chance to get that. Okay? If you want that, you come to us. If not, if you want to rip that up and that doesn't that that doesn't mean anything to you, then then you know, you go back to Long Island, you go go to go to San Jose for all we care. You know, West Coast some some nice living on the West Coast. It's not going to get you a cup. That's what I do if I'm Don Sweeney. You're straight to the point. Draw the Stanley Cup in a piece of paper. But, I mean, I, you know, they didn't do that. But f- reports tell us that the Bruins went in and they were all business. And that's it. No hoopla. And I think that's a good thing. So we'll wait. We'll see what the Tavares decision is and whatever it is, we'll react to it. Uh, other Bruins news and just NHL news in general, Rick Nash is telling teams that he might sit out next season for health. Health, It's a health decision. Um, And he's had some concussions, so that's kind of a scary thing to see. You know, you don't... You hope that the concussions have not caught up to him. Uh, But, you know, if he needs to take a year off, take a year off. But that's, that's a sign that... I don't think that's a negotiation ploy. I think that's real life. And, uh... We wish nothing but the best to Rick Nash on his health issues that he is currently dealing with that he has told teams about, which is the reason he might sit out next season. So we wish Rick Nash nothing but the best. Uh, and, you know, you got to take care of yourself first. So wish him the best moving forward. And any other NHL news coming up, I will react to it in the NFL. In this NFL offseason, we await the ruling on the Julian Edelman appeal of his four-game PED suspension. As I record this podcast today, we do not know the result of that appeal. But other NFL news, suspension-related, the NFL has suspended Jameis Winston, quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've suspended Jameis Winston three games for groping a female Uber driver back in 2016 in Arizona. Jameis Winston was in the NFL at that time. So he groped a female Uber driver in 2016 in Arizona. There was a seven-month investigation that just wrapped up, I think. And Jameis Winston is apologizing, which is basically admitting that he did it. He said, quote, First and foremost, I would like to say I'm sorry to the Uber driver for the position I put you in. It is uncharacteristic of me, and I genuinely apologize That's Winston in a statement that he released today on Thursday. He continues, I apologize to my teammates, the Buccaneers organization, and fans for letting them down and for not being able to be out there for the first three games of this season. Winston continues, although I am disappointed in the NFL's decision, I understand the NFL's process, and I embrace this as an opportunity to take advantage of the resources available to help me achieve the goals that I have for myself. And, quote, Jameis Winston, this is not the first time he's been, you know, sort of involved in something like this. He was accused of rape back in, what, 2012 when he was at Florida State? I mean, this doesn't seem like a very good dude. And so it seems a little ridiculous that the NFL would give him only three games when he's basically admitting that he groped a female Uber driver. 
I mean, doesn't need to be an Uber driver for this to be a bad situation. Okay? Uh, I think it just adds on to it. How much of a scumbag this guy is. So he doesn't have a good track record. And I know some things, you know, just accusations. And, but, but, you know, the more you hear about this guy, the more you get accused of stuff, I feel like the more likely some of the bad stuff we heard about in the past is true. Especially when you admit to it, to this one. So I think, you know, it's, it's funny to think that the NFL has only suspended Winston three games for groping a female Uber driver, and yet we're sitting here talking about, well, now we're waiting for Julian Edelman's appeal of a four-game suspension for taking a PED. I mean, I actually believe Edelman took the PED because I think everybody's doing something. But is it really worthy of a suspension that's longer than a scumbag who groped a female Uber driver? I, it's insane to me. Absolutely insane. And we've done this before with the NFL suspension policy and their punishments and how ridiculous they are. And, and I've told you many times before, this is another example. The NFL does not care about women. They care about money. They don't care about women. They don't. That's, <laughs> that, that has been evident for a long time now. Um, and the NFL cares about money. I mean, we went back to the Tom Brady four-game suspension for, for air pressure in a football, ended up being the same length of suspension of, of Greg Hardy's suspension in which he appealed. It was initially 10, and he appealed, and, you know, Goodell backed out of that one. And because Goodell backed out of that one, the whoever the arbitrator in the case, he said, hey, we're going to knock it down to four. Greg Hardy threw his girlfriend on a bed full of guns. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh when I say that, but it is humorous to think that he got the same amount of games as a guy who was allegedly deflating footballs by, you know, air pressure totals that you wouldn't be able to even know if I threw you two footballs that had different air pressure in it. So the NFL suspension policy is so out of whack, it's not even funny. And and the idea that if Julian Edelman does lose his appeal, which I actually think he might, the idea that Edelman will be serving more games for... PED use than a guy who he'll be serving more games than a guy who groped a female Uber driver is just it's embarrassing for the week like it's almost expected though which is even more embarrassing for that league for the NFL expected embarrassing but expected which makes it even more embarrassing than it initially would be if it was unexpected So that's just, you know, again, NFL suspension policy is just absolutely bananas. And this is another example of it. So uh, we'll see what happens with Edelman, and then we'll react to it when it happens. Major League Baseball here locally with the Red Sox. David Price back at it again with the weird post-game comments. Sarcastically says, you know, he's going to be pitching Sunday night in the Bronx against the Yankees. Sarcastically says in his post-game this week, that he won't be able to go Sunday night in the Bronx. He says, I don't think I'll be able to go. I don't think so. And then somebody says, Fortnite? They ask him, Fortnite? And he says, yeah, Fortnite. 
and walks away. I mean, it's not funny. He says he's joking. He did a hit with Jim Rome and said he basically had to, um, you know, he's just, you know, it's people can take jokes whatever way they want. I told you, what was it, last week? He said something about Fortnite and missing the All-Star game, and I think he was taking shots at the media. But he, it's not, like, he doesn't come off as a funny dude. I mean, I I think that if you're worked up about his Fortnite playing, his video game playing, I mean, get over it. The guy's going to keep playing video games. He's been playing video games his whole life. I'm not just saying that because I now have a new video game show on YouTube, which, by the way, I have a, another episode being released in the next couple days. I played comedian Will Noonan in a couple games of WWE 2K18 on Xbox One. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Danny Picard, and you'll see that episode. I'm not just telling you to take it easy with the David Price video game stuff because I have a video game show on YouTube. I'm telling you to take it easy with the David Price video game stuff because it's, 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 it just doesn't even matter to anything. Like, it's just irrelevant to what he does on the field. So, um, you know, we should stop worrying about Fortnite and video games. But he do, he's not, like, I don't see the David Price stuff and laugh. You know, there are some times where I'm like, you just don't make it easy on yourself in this town. And, and maybe he doesn't care. Uh, though he kind of does. Kind of does. I just, it's not, I, it's just weird. Like, I, I don't know. It's just very weird to me. Very strange. I've always believed I think he's opting out. I mean, it's a good motivation. That's good for the Red Sox if he has that motivation. Because he's, he's been pitching very well. And the Red Sox need that. And he could be the biggest difference maker in the postseason. I hope he is. I'll be rooting for him. But uh, the postgame stuff's weird. It's not funny. It's weird. That's it. It's weird. Get this show whenever you want at dannypicard.com. Also on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podcast One, anywhere podcasts are available. Again, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dannypicard. Anything else? Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, all forms of social media. Listen, have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the summertime weather that's coming in. Uh, the heat wave I think we're supposed to get. Good. Give me the heat wave. I'll take the heat wave. Heat waves are good. People will complain. I will not. Heat waves are good. I'll take it. You should take it. Enjoy it. I'll be back on Monday. Talk to you then. <laughs>